0: from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com insider. That's texasfootball.com insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football today, a show online. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you listen to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to. A podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there in the jump seat today, making us sound good is Ashley Pickle, How the Dutch of do you- the Dorks. Hi, Ashley.
1: Can we can we tease something about the about the? And it's your the, show. The Go intro, for it. The intro? the intro. You can do whatever uh, you want. Yeah, we're going to reveal a brand new TFT intro video tomorrow. Yes. Very excited about it. Gasp! Put it together put it together yesterday and uh the guy said that they liked it so wow. we're gonna roll it tomorrow mm. yeah. very cool thanks very cool.
0: do we have first four through the door
1: we sure do it is uh Stephen cassie rob hadaway ruben rios and matthew mcfadden welcome in guys
0: and sitting to my right the houston astros to my trash can our west african prince <laughs> it is ishmael johnson
1: <laughs> <laughs> Woo! that one was funny actually that was a good one. hello it's <laughs> really good
0: Ishmael. <laughs>
2: that was great thank you that was, 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 was a good, interesting, fun news dump just like constantly yesterday. Dude, the I was okay. like, Houston oh yeah, up man, and did you fires. see what happened to the Astros? That's crazy. And then like an hour later, was like, hey <laughs> yeah, they're both fired. <laughs> yeah.
0: That was stunning. Um yes, it was quite it's been quite a forty eight hours for the city of Houston. Put <laughs> Russell Westbrook and James Harden in a bomb shelter. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> like, goodness. It's been and we're gonna talk a little bit about one of those topics here in just a minute. Uh, today is Tuesday, January 14th, 2020, 317 days until Thanksgiving, episode 883, 883, the number of hits per game for the 1975 Texas Rangers. On today's show, friends, uh, uh, there was a football game last night, but while the football game was going on, one of the all-time great news dumps happened. <laughs> We're going to talk about De'Aric King's decision to enter the transfer portal and why that is a huge stinking deal and where Houston goes from here. We'll have that. In the back half of the show, we are going to talk about the Natty. We're going to talk about the National Championship game because we all watched it and we might as well talk about it because it's the last time we're going to get a chance to talk about actual football for a while. So we're just going to do it here on Texas Football today. Okay. Um, Let's talk about what happened last night. During the game. So this was about third
2: quarter about yeah
0: about yeah, the yes. third quarter first of all that came with interminably long mm-hmm. but yes um we got uh i got actually got a text from our boss adam mm-hmm. he goes hey this might be hashtag fake news but <clears throat> i'm hearing that derek king houston quarterback is entering the transfer portal um and then it was very quick basically like I said, oh, okay. And so I looked up Dear King's Twitter, and he had literally just tweeted, I'm entering the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he he tweeted something along the lines of – I should probably get this right. That seems like an important thing to get right.
1: I'm entering the portal. I think it's better for me and my family. Correct. Mm-hmm. I know
0: something along those lines. The exact uh, quote from Deere King was, I've entered the portal. I think it's best for me and my family.
1: <laughs> Go me.
0: You pretty much nailed it. Yeah, yeah good job. off the noggin. Um, <laughs> okay, so it is always a big deal when – Uh, a quarterback, uh, and especially a quarterback as decorated as Derek King enters the transfer portal. Mm -hmm. But the story around this whole thing makes this even more remarkable. Yeah. Okay. So let's flashback. Let's flashback to, when was this?
1: Right before the North Texas game?
0: It was after game four, I would say. Uh, So September. September 25th. Okay, um, that is when Houston was uh, sitting at one and three mm-hmm. on the year, and if you're unfamiliar, then the new redshirt rule says that you can play four games and still have a redshirt for that season. Mm-hmm. So at that point, Derek King, who's a senior, decided, or someone decided. Uh, Derek King was going to redshirt. Right. Maybe it was Derek King. Maybe it was Dana Holgerson. Maybe it was whoever. This was shocking. I remember sitting here in this studio and talking about how shocking it was. Mm-hmm. Because even though Houston was off to a poor start, Derek King was pretty clearly their best player. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming off of a t- sensational 2018 campaign, he was very much their best player. And... Yeah, 1 and 3, but one of those losses was to Oklahoma. I mean, it was not it was not necessarily shocking. Or I'm sorry, it was not necessarily, you know, um, uh, something we saw coming. Mm-hmm. He and receiver Keith Corbin both decided to take a redshirt. And so the talk that we had was, okay, is Houston and you never hear this in college sports, is Houston tanking? By, what, by, by which we mean, are they taking a couple of their best players like Keith Corbin and like De'Ara King and putting the red shirt on them saying, you know what, we're going to punt on 2019, we have a much more favorable schedule in 2020, we can make a run at an AAC championship, let's save all of our bullets and put together our best possible team for 2020. That was a conversation we were having. Now, we don't know what happened in the room there in Houston. We don't know what kind of conversations D'Erik King and Dana Holgerson were having. All we have uh, were things on, uh, on record. Uh, D'Erik King was quoted as saying, quote, I'm staying here. If I wanted to leave Houston and go somewhere else, I could have. I think me being here is what I want to do, and it's a best opportunity for me. I don't think anybody will reach out to me to convince him to transfer. Even if they do, I should know. they should know I'm staying here. End quote. Um, Dana Holgerson was quoted uh, as, uh, as basically saying that he was under the impression that he was going to, um, uh, that he's a special player. All indications are that he's not going to the transfer portal. So if he's not going to the transfer portal, it's kind of against the NCAA rules and regulations to be pursuing that. I've got no uh, reason to believe that. I never got the impression that Eric is leading me astray in anything in the last nine months. He's a wonderful kid. He's a Houstonian. He's a Houston Cougar. He chose to come to this school. End quote. That's what we know on the record, right? Obviously <laughs> something changed. True. <laughs> something changed. I don't know if Derek King was being untruthful or if he had a change of heart. And frankly, look, I don't care. He's a he's a kid. He could, I say he's a kid, he's an adult, but he can make his own decisions and he should have the right to make his own decisions. This, to me, strikes me as there was th- that Derek King and Dana Holgerson couldn't get on the same page. That's my number one overall takeaway, is that maybe Dana Holgerson had a plan, and maybe Derek King had a plan, and those plans were not in sync, and they could not get together. because remember, Derek King did not commit to play for Dana Holgerson. Derek King committed to play for, was it Tony Levine or was it uh, Tom Herman?
2: Oh, that's a good question. I think it might have been Herman.
0: Might have been Herman. Have been, I think it was the last, I think it was before he left or, for Texas, yeah. he was recruited by Tom Herman to come to Houston. Yeah. So, look, this is obviously shocking. I don't know if it's necessarily surprising because we knew that there was a possibility that he was going to leave. Mm-hmm. But if you were holding on to the idea that Houston was red-shirting these guys and basically throwing away the 2019 season to get ready for the 2020 season, suddenly the 2019 Houston season, which was already bizarre, mm-hmm. becomes even crazier. And you start wondering, well, what in the heck was all this for? Does Dana Holgerson have a plan? It should be noted that Dana Holgerson sent out a tweet last night. I
1: was fixing to say, what about that?
0: About 15, tw- uh,
1: 17 minutes s- later,
0: 17 minutes after DR King tweets that he's entered the portal, Dana Holgerson tweets, and I'll quote LFG and about nine exclamation points as in let's F and go. <laughs> what, what is going on? I would like to think that Dana Holgerson has a plan. But I also thought that the plan would involve D'Erik King, does, who is very clearly one of your best players.
1: Does he have a plan, or was that just straight pettiness?
0: Maybe. I don't know. I'm I don't know. Your you're plan. under the
2: impression that D'Erik King was involved in his plans. I'm under the impression that he was never involved in the plans. Really? You thought, you thought that he was handed the red shirt? I thought he was handed. I thought he was like, hey, look, we're, you're, you can either stay here or transfer, but this is what we're doing this season.
1: Well, and I think that that might be true because he wasn't the only player that that happened to. They also did that to the wide receiver. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: But here's my question, though. Mm -hmm. What is the upside for Dana Holgerson Mm -hmm.
2: in doing that? Seeing what you got. If he just looked at De'Ara King and he's like, look, this isn't going to, I don't see this. We saw in the first couple games, it wasn't working. Whatever he was trying to get uh, uh, De'Ara King to do, it wasn't working. It was similar to a Kevin Sumlin and Khalil Tate situation where it was like, maybe this guy just does not fit what he wants to do. We've talked about, we looked at every quarterback that Dana Holgerson has had. He's never had a dual threat quarterback, ever. Ever. Brandon Whedon, Geno Smith, uh, uh, who's uh, last year's quarterback, uh, Will Greer, mm-hmm. never had a dual threat quarterback. We know Derek King's at his best when he's not asked to stand up and throw, just not move in the pocket. I think he said, Look, you're a talent. We like you. This wasn't working. Here's your red shirt. Decide what you want to do. You want to leave after this year? You want to come back and we'll try to run this back in 2020? Sure. But what Holgerson also did by benching him was also seeing. Okay. See what Clayton Toon has. Let's see what these guys have. Mm-hmm. See what I have on this roster for when 2020 rolls around. Because in 2019, everybody headed in with this idea that Holgerson's here. Houston's going to win now. They have a quarterback. They have all this talent. They have Marquez Stevenson. Here we go, right? This is this mm-hmm. is going to be a, a 9-10 team, right? Is what it, the hope was. I don't think yet it was going to be a guarantee. But it was like, let's see what we can do. A couple games in, okay, that's not the plan anymore. Boom, scrap that, see what we got for 2020. If Derek King wants to come back, if uh, uh, Keith Corbin wants to come back, we'll roll this back, and then we'll have the ceiling, and then maybe we'll get some of these younger guys in there, Mo these guys who have played, who have gotten a lot of run this year. Uh, but if not, okay, now that we know Clayton Toon's probably not the guy that uh, Holgerson wants. So now he can dip into the transfer portal himself and say, now that we know that we need a quarterback, I'm going to get a quarterback. We have we know a, a certain Texas Tech quarterback that is on the market right now. Sure. Uh, uh, Jet uh, Duffy for those for those that don't know, yeah, Jet Duffy was supposed to get, he committed to Tulane, couldn't get in. The story came out uh, a couple days later, <laughs> didn't get in for academic reasons, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, so he's back. He's still on the market. Somebody like that. Um, I'm not saying he is, but I'm saying there's there is option. There are options in the transfer market available. Who knows what happens with uh, Oklahoma? Right. We see potentially. I mean. Is Spencer Rattler the guy? Do they go after somebody like De'Ara King? Okay, what happens with Spencer Rattler? You know, like, so there are... The transfer market, the transfer portal, especially with quarterbacks, has proven to be a viable option. And if Dana Holgerson said, okay, there's a possibility that De'Ara King leaves. I didn't see what I wanted to see from Clayton Toon. Now I know what I can do, and we can see where we go from here.
0: I think I can meet you halfway on this. Okay. But, but my thought is that if you're Dana Holgerson, like, you can still get Clayton Toon four games. Do you know what i mean he yeah. can still you yeah. can do this in reverse and you can say okay Dear king is our best player mm-hmm. we want to make sure that we that's why i think that tier king had something to do with the decision to redshirt sure. simply because i think he wanted to i think he he decided that when when whatever plan came about that we were going to give that that the season was lost that mm-hmm. this was not going to happen he because if he if he doesn't redshirt he's done Right. Right, right, he, right. Yeah. I mean, he, he had never redshirted before. So he can, mm-hmm. you know, he, he would have been over out of eligibility. Yeah. I think there was he at least had some hand in it in his decision in the decision to redshirt him. But now, regardless of how it all came about, right, regardless of how it all came about, Derek King's on the market. There's the immediate talk was everybody said, oh, he's going to Oklahoma. He's going to Oklahoma because, mm-hmm. of course, Oklahoma's had great success mm-hmm. uh, with like their last three quarterbacks. Right. Uh, Baker Mayfield, perhaps you heard of him. Kyler Murray, perhaps you heard of him. And Jalen Hurts, perhaps you heard of him. They need a quarterback. I don't think it's going there. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going there because no, so he doesn't really fit. As good as Baker Mayfield was, like this I think that this is not necessarily, that's necessarily the right fit. I think, he's going, I think there's two places, mm-hmm. and they're both in the SEC, and they're both in the SEC West.
2: Oh, you think they're both? Okay, go ahead. I'm curious. I think one of them is in the Big 12. I do, ahead. too. Okay. I agree with Ish. I think we're probably. Okay. Go ahead. What are yours? LSU,
0: who suddenly needs a quarterback. Yeah. Right? He's mm-hmm. from the Houston area. You he know, is. He, he's, 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 he's from Manville. He's from the Houston area. Or Arkansas. Because Arkansas mm-hmm. now has Kendall Bryles as their office coordinator, and you remember in 2018 when he had his breakout season – the coordinator was Kendall Bryles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So those would be my two picks of where he would end up. Yeah.
2: Where? What about you? I th- Honestly, I think you got to throw TCU in the mix. I do too. He okay. was a TCU commit um, before he was a Houston commit.
1: Gary said that last night in yeah, the Gary was room. on the He coaches, said, he was don't the forget coaches. where he was uh, recruited first.
2: Yeah. And we know, I mean, as much as we thought Max Duggan improved, I don't know, is TCU winning eight games and Max Duggan a quarterback next Probably year? Not. Probably, Probably not. Probably not. So I think you have to look at TCU as a legitimate possibility um as far as in-state I, th- I don't think there's another option in-state um obviously Texas rolling a bowman looks like Baylor has three quarterbacks that they probably all like uh even no matter really who the quarter who the coach is uh I think all three different quarterbacks have different styles that I think can acclimate to different systems if right. they need to um obviously Texas is Ellinger no one you know SMU is Bushell I don't think there's any other st- option in-state that that that's not saying that yes, UTEP would love Derek King. Sure. Derek King's not to say, going to UTEP. Nor Texas. Yeah. <laughs> North <laughs> Texas
1: would love Derek King. <laughs> right. Derek King
2: wants to win now, so yeah. he's not going to go to a rebuilding project for to waste his last year. So I think TCU is a, is a should be looked at as a legitimate option. Okay. But I do I do like Arkansas good mm-hmm. option yeah. as well. Okay. So here's one more thing, and then we'll we'll move on.
0: But there are. There is, of course, what is left for Houston. Because, look, mm-hmm. I don't think any way you slice it, any way you slice it, whether this was planned or whether this was not, mm-hmm. Dear King leaving is a massive blow to the 2020 Houston Cougars. Mm-hmm. Because he was their best offensive weapon, maybe if you want to talk about Marquez Stevenson, who had an unbelievable year. Mm-hmm. And their quarterback situation, Clayton Toon, they have Logan Holgerson, and then they do have a they do have a, a true freshman to find Masood, the Sy Lakes quarterback, who's going to come in. Mm-hmm. But none of those, I think, get you into AAC contention. No, no. So are we of the belief that they're going to get a they're going to try to pick up a transfer a grad transfer quarterback? Yeah. So then here is who is eligible immediately, right? You go with the guy like KJ Costello, mm-hmm. who's transferring from Stanford.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You can go with a guy like Felipe Franks,
2: transferring from Florida.
1: Felipe, who in the very <laughs>
0: Odd way lost his job to Kyle Trask, who was D.R. King's backup at Manville. By the way, I think that's I a s- heck of a story. I think <laughs> I said that. I think I said that. Uh, I've said this before. I'm sorry, Felipe Franks. Uh, it looks uh, people are saying that he's probably going to Kansas, but anyway, okay.
2: yeah. um, I think I said this before, before it was actually like official. Uh, uh, that the fact that Kyle Trask has been this good and Florida has been this good is the reason why I thought D.R. King mm-hmm. would leave mm-hmm. it's like you're watching your your high school backup play in, play in the what was the Citrus Bowl where yeah. they go yeah. like come on D.R. No. King's like I can do that he's not that petty no
0: right. i don't think that's that's I, I, uh, yeah. well, okay well okay. i don't petty
2: i don't say it's petty but it's like he can play at that level i can yes, play at that absolutely. level i think so,
0: this whole
1: thing is very petty
0: <laughs> but then there's but then there's Jet Duffy right jet Duffy is going to be a name that you hear a lot about obviously because he is he is in in town and then there's a guy like Anthony Brown who's from Boston College, um, you know a few other guys that are immediately eligible mm-hmm. um, but to me I mean look this is this is jarring this is a huge blow to the Houston to Houston's 2020 chances and now look at some point somebody's going to be able to write the story of what happened in 2019 in Houston because this is one of the most bizarre seasons and it just got even more bizarre it made a little bit of sense mm-hmm. a little bit of sense. If De'Ara King stayed, right? It made a little bit of sense. There a little method to the madness. Now, it's like...
1: The, something just went wrong throughout something, the process. Something happened, right? Yeah. Something
0: happened that it just, you know, makes this pretty remarkable. A, a, a singular a singular thing, uh, a singular occurrence in college football uh, as De'Ara King is entering the transfer portal. And now Houston, you know, they roll a Clayton Toon, but you got to feel like they're going to be in the market for a quarterback. Anyway, so there's a little talk about the air King, who did the all time news dump during the middle of the college football program.
1: He waited for a really good time when a whole lot of people were on Twitter.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> Between that and then, like, Wazoo hired a coach. Coach, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Hawaii coach. Anyway, we're Texas football today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Texasfootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Become a Dave Kimmel's Textbook Insider at com slash insider. Okay. There was a game last night. I don't know if you guys watched it. Did you watch the... Oh, there was? Yeah, Magic it. and Kings. Oh, okay. Oh, I was that? locked that was, in. that was a great game. Yeah, locked in. Locked in. <laughs> I don't know who won. Um, <laughs> no, it was the college football playoff national championship game. Uh, and uh, your winners and 2019-20 college football champions, uh, the Tigers of LSU. LSU won. Uh, 42-35. If you're just finding out the yeah. score from us... Yeah, some guys listen. Whoa! 12, 12, 12, 12, <laughs> oh, wow! Oh. Have you ever tried to play the Super Bowl game where you try to go as long as you can without knowing who won the Super Bowl? No. No. I might try to do that this year. Anyway. So, 42-35 <laughs> is the final um, in a game that Clemson kind of took control of early. Yeah. 17-7 yeah. in the second quarter, and mm-hmm. you're going, uh-oh, like... We all knew LSU's defense was fine, fine, Just Just but good. beatable. We were talking about that. Yeah. Uh, LSU got into gear, yeah, and LSU ends up ringing up 628 yards of total offense in the game. Uh, Burrow Joe Burrow, six Joe Burrow goes 31 of 49, 463, five touchdowns, and also ran for a score. Uh, I was actually impressed with his I, I watched some LSU football, but I guess because he had never been pressured, you didn't see him run a ton. Mm-hmm. He's a solid runner. He's Not, a, you know, that's, that's a great runner. Yeah, he's, I was a, he's, say. A, he's
2: a mobile quarterback.
0: Yeah, that was really impressive. Um, Trevor Lawrence was was hounded quite a bit by the, uh, by, by the, uh, the, the LSU front, especially late. Uh, but this game, basically, LSU hit the Jets offensively, and Clemson just never found a way to get a stop, mm. a meaningful stop. Yeah. Um, Jamar Chase went nuts um, 221 yards and two touchdowns uh, Randy Moss's kid had two catches Or two touchdown pa- catches
1: That was cool to see him in the stands Looking like a, like a proud dad Yeah <laughs>
0: um, Look uh, We said on the show yesterday We thought that LSU was the best team in the country mm-hmm. They looked like the best team in the country all year And I think that they They, they looked like it mm-hmm. 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 I'm a lot less interested in, in the game Than I am about just All the things around the game First of all, how did you consume the game? What do you mean? D- I mean, I know you watched it on television. Right. But did you watch the cuz ESPN rolled out about seven different ways to watch the game.
2: I watched a little bit. I had uh, the coach's corner on like if a if a big play was happening, right. I'd switch over to that stream and like kind of get their analysis
0: of it. Yeah, the so. coach's corner including Gary Patterson, Mike Gundy, Derek Mason and, and Jeff Hafley. Jeff Hafley uh Boston College head coach. Um they had they had them gary patterson's just become mainstay in that uh in
2: he was he was the moderator yeah that yeah. blew my mind i was like who is no offense to coach patterson but i'm like who was idea was it like yeah gary patterson should conduct, conduct this. this like yeah, who, he's, he's, the, he's the right someone one <laughs> in the production meeting was like yeah I should get gary to do it yeah i was like oh this is and it was <laughs> again he's not a media type yeah so it's it's Pretty, you know, I, I'll cut him some slack, but it was definitely like they were like talking as they were cutting the break constantly, yeah. and like they were talking <laughs> over the intro, the outro music, and I'm like, somebody moderate this, movie. <laughs> somebody give him like a five, five four. four. Yeah. Like, we have a
0: stage manager? We, no, for you a know what was reason. happening,
2: right? <laughs> somebody's <laughs> definitely, no, somebody's definitely in his area. He just does it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, well, per, I don't care. yeah,
1: on brand. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> why not?
2: Very on brand. It was, it was, it was fun. It was fun. Um,
0: I watched the, um, I, I watched the, uh, the, the regular broadcast mm-hmm. um and uh, I gotta say I know there were people who were really worried about what like what who the number one college football guy was going to be uh for, for ESPN I think Chris Fowler's great oh he's awesome I think he's, he's awesome. great mm-hmm. um Herf Street was solid Herf yeah. Street's always solid yeah I thought
1: he was still wearing his like Ohio State colored ties <laughs> oh yeah for sure
0: <laughs> Because why not? Oh, yeah. yeah. Why yeah. Not? Well, and everybody I knows say, you're not hiding it. Yeah. No, No. No. Um, I thought this, I thought the scene was well. Obviously, it was an LSU favored crowd. Mm-hmm. I would say I, they they did some shots of the crowd that felt like it was like 70-30 LSU. Oh yeah. Neck. Oh, that's
2: I mean that's all, that's what happens when you're in uh, when you're in the middle of they New did, New played Orleans. neck. They did play neck. They did play neck.
1: <laughs> it was very loud. Um,
2: it and was and very they loud really <laughs> dropped that crowd mic when they, I was they, they did really lower the they volume did. on that crowd and mic you could and
1: still hear it. it that's how you, you know how loud if it you was. don't
2: if you don't know what we're talking about just google, google it, it. Uh, it's LSU all over Neck. twitter it is a it is a um, song that is banned by uh playing on campus at lsu correct. so, so <laughs> yeah. they weren't it on is, campus it is, so it, and if you <laughs> they uh, said it, but if you are um if, if you if
0: bad words bother you then don't I'll google it. To it there's an NSFW <laughs> uh, label yes, on that Yes, so. there is NSFW <laughs> um I, I was i was kind of I'm, I'm really glad that towards the end of that game mm-hmm. the conversation started turning to Joe Burrow's legacy and like this LSU team's legacy mm-hmm. because i really do think we're going to look back on this as one of the f- one of the finest teams in college football I, history I,
2: like i hate to be, i hate to be a prisoner at the moment but i'm starting to think of like just single seasons like it's unbelievable. It's I mean, honestly, I think in my, I don't want to say it's they the beat best Texas A and M. They did they, they did do that. Um <laughs> But like the Oh my gosh they did. Factual, <laughs> they did, that was a factual oh statement. Oh god. Um but I don't want to say the best right now because 'cause I'm trying to let some you know let mm-hmm. some time separate. But like I'm trying to think, like I don't think there's an argument that this is top three, top five single season best seasons of right. modern history. Like
1: Six and Say about f- <laughs> Ten minutes ago, when we first started talking about this, John Neal commented and said, "Bold statement here. LSU has the best offense in college football history, bar none." I think
0: that's. I think that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. And, it, it and you know what? And, uh, Herb, Herb Street said that in about the third or fourth quarter. He goes, "We're talking about one of the greatest college football offenses of all time." Yeah. Because again, a like, huge run realize. and shoot. We're talking yeah. like a lot of these because big. Something offenses. I didn't
2: realize until like a couple of months. I guess a couple in the middle of the Ohio State game, it was like, "Oh yeah, Joe." Just casually, oh yeah, Joe Burrow is almost about to break Colt Brennan's record. And I was like, wait, he's about to break Colt Brennan's record? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize he had that many touchdowns I was like, oh well, yeah he broke he broke it last yeah, night he broke it yeah he, he has I think 60 right he finished 60, 60, or 60 yeah because yeah. he
1: just needed in like the second quarter that touchdown before the half like he just those, needed one more to right. get to the 56 for those mark. of you that
2: don't, that don't really remember Colt Brennan and the Hawaii team like that was like peak June Jones peak like oh my god they're throwing the ball 70 times a game right like that was that type of offense and Joe Burrow was like yeah he's doing that and winning a national title against SEC teams against you know Clemson Ohio State like I don't know. Like I again, I hate to be prisoner of the moment, but I'm just thinking about everything that happened this season with that L S U team and I'm starting to think like, sure, people want to bring up 0-1 Miami, but how much of that is like waiting ten years and then realizing, Oh right, there are pro bowlers on that team and talking about their NFL yeah. caliber as opposed to like what they did in college. Right. So Yeah. I don't know. I
0: was um yeah, I I, I it was it was remarkable and, and Joe Burrow was was, you know, sensational uh last night. Yeah. Um and and against, I'm sure it makes against a really Heisman. good Clemson defense. Yeah,
1: yeah the Heisman committee—you've got to feel good every time oh, yeah. that happens. Like, yep, this is our guy. Yeah, and we, yep, like, I'm going to go win a national championship. Yeah,
2: we nailed it. Um, and then, like, not even him, just Clyde Edwards-Alaire, like, Jamar yeah. Chase. Oh, that yeah. wide receiver group is Chase insane. Chase is so good. He was like, nobody had beaten that Clemson defense deep all year, but, and Jamar Chase is like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Well, and then, like, you take that receiver core, yeah. and then
0: you add in, on the other side, Clemson with um, T. Higgins mm-hmm. and Justin Higgins Ross. Oh my gosh. It's, so good. 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 it's like the receiver, the receiver and skill position talent on the field last night was out of control. They're mm-hmm.
1: massive too. Like I like it yeah. was a clear difference. Like why they were there. Those guys are big well,
0: for and that's, receivers, and that's the thing that kind of I had my uh, to tie back into They're football like in Texas. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> like, man, if that's the level that you have to be at to play for a national championship, mm-hmm. like as good as Baylor was this year, it's like there is not a team in Texas that's within shouting distance mm-hmm. of that. A
2: skill in terms of skill position. Top to bottom. No. No. no absolutely. It not. It's gonna be a while before they get back to
0: that. It like, is. And it's like that that was one thing like I got a little bit like bummed out. I was like, man,
2: this is they are they're in a different league right now. Yeah. Well even look at cause I was uh a lot of the time last night I kept thinking like You know how how LSU yeah LSU handled Oklahoma, Mm -hmm. and it was like sure Oklahoma like last year Oklahoma's wide receiver core was awesome. The year before they were awesome. This year it was just kind of CD Lamb, uh you know some guys that were definitely a couple pegs below CD Lamb uh, compared to previous years. We had like Hollywood Brown that was kind of equal, and they had like this dominant receiving core. So you look at the the four playoff teams: Mm -hmm. LSU, Clemson, Ohio State. Yeah, top to bottom receiving core all over the field. Yeah. And then you look at Ohio State bringing in guys this year. They have Julian Fleming coming in. They mm-hmm. have, obviously, Jackson mm-hmm. Smith and jigma They're just reloading that skill position. No, Again... No one in Texas is doing that top to bottom five star right. premier talent at the one through four slot in the receiver core. Right. And so like Clemson, they're getting
0: one, right? Like AM right. being DeMont They're getting right.
2: They're getting they're getting one, and hopefully maybe that springs something if you litter the rest of the field with, mm. you know, uh, talent, which is what AM's hoping. But you look at again, Ohio State got Justin Fleming, the number one receiver, then they got Jackson Smith the Jigba as their second receiver yes. in this yeah. class. Like right. and then they still have by yes. the way, still have Garrett Wilson, still yeah. have these guys like uh, Alave is, uh I think he's leaving after this year but he was the number one this mm-hmm. year like they're just loading skill position and you're like oh right that's what you need <laughs> yeah. and that's what teams like Baylor and Texas uh and AM depth wise aren't getting right now so it's golly we're I, I don't know I just see it's a while before we see we're watching a, a national title Monday and we're seeing a Texas team I know because it, of that it does no I, I, I totally totally agree okay uh
0: one more thing yeah that happened at halftime um the there was a whole thing. So this was the hundred and fiftieth year of college football. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. Hundred and fiftieth year of college football. And they ran out the uh the they had a voting, I think, on ESPN. Uh they unveiled their top eleven college football players. Mm-hmm. Ever. I don't know why it was top eleven. I'm I'm I don't, is there a re I don't know. Whatever it is. Oh no.
2: It's fine. They probably had ten, then they were like, Oh, we there gotta was, include this guy. There was a
0: there was a Texas Flair. Yeah. Uh number seven was Earl Campbell. Earl. Mm-hmm. It's great. Cool. So here's the thing, okay? Mm-hmm. The And I've got great love for the history of the sport. Okay? really do. Mm-hmm. I've got great love for the history of the sport. But you're telling me that the last time one of the top 11 college football players ever played was in 1988? That was Barry Sanders. He's number nine. You're telling me that anybody who has played from 1989 to now is not one of the 11 greatest players in, t- in college football history. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Guys, like, I, like we cannot just put on the sepia tone glasses and be like, oh, everything wasn't better back then. It's <laughs> like, it's like, guys, <laughs> the little
2: camera yes,
0: I yeah. I have great respect for Red Grange. Yeah. Kyler Murray was better than Red Grange. <laughs> right. Okay. Like, I, I don't know, like, and I know we want to have that balance, but the fact that. All eleven, like yeah. all eleven of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, no Vince Young, right? There, right. there was, there was no, uh, you no know, Cam I, Newton, no, no Cam, Cam Newton. Newton. Yeah, uh, like these guys who are some of the greatest college football players of all time. Oh, yeah. We can't just disqualify them because they played in the last thirty years. Yeah. That was the one. Th- like, I just would have loved to see one guy mm-hmm. from the newer from from. My just lifetime, like, yeah, just exactly. like hey,
2: throw Tim Tebow in there. Yes, throw like, Tim Tebow. Keep... Like I'll
0: hate it, but yeah. throw him, throw him in, in there because he is one of the best of all. Yes, yeah. like that was that was yeah. the thing that. Uh, and you're talking about like, like so one quarterback made the list. It was yeah. Roger Staubach, and I freely recognize that Roger Staubach is Captain America. Yeah. Okay, but you are fundamentally saying that Roger Staubach is the greatest college football quarterback of all time. Yeah. And I love you, Raj, but that's just not true. I'm sorry. Like, that that was... It should be enough
2: to be the greatest Dallas Cowboy quarterback of all time. He is. Like, he's there. Yes. We, yeah. we don't have to also put him into the... That was... I don't know. It was
0: It was like, again, I got a lot of love for Jim Brown, yeah. okay? And, and and Bo Jackson, of course, and Archie Griffin, and, and all of these guys. But, like, if we're going to not be prisoners of the moment, I get that. Red Grange. Right. But... I'm sorry. We can't like we can acknowledge that there has been unbelievable football played in the last 30 years. Yeah.
1: yeah and I feel like I, I agree with what it said earlier that they focus almost it almost it's like there is an NFL influence on it yeah. rather mm-hmm. than like if they're celebrating the 150th year of college football, you should focus on the four or five years that they were there.
2: Yeah, right. I Like, just, I just, like you know, uh, uh, granted, there are like Bo Jackson. Yes, is obviously a college tie. Like, oh, yeah. his Pro career wasn't. You know what his college career was, so that is something they like, are obviously okay. giving credit to that. And, but and that, I'm, yeah, not, yeah, saying, like, I'm not saying I'm not saying that he is the greatest player. He deserves
0: us on this list. Yeah, yeah. Hey, remember Larry Fitzgerald at Pitt? Right. Yeah.
2: He was awesome.
0: Like <laughs> he was so good. I mean, like it's it's things like that that. I, <clears throat> All I'm asking for is some balance to the list. You know what I mean? Yes, include Jim Brown and Herschel Walker because they were unbelievable. Include Archie Griffin. If you want to include Jim Thorpe, include Jim Thorpe, but also maybe recognize that there have been awesome football players in the time that I have been walking this.
2: Right. Do you think, by the way, I have to ask this. Do you think, so you have Dick Buckus and Jim Thorpe, the only defensive players. Yeah. Do you think they were like, oh, crap, we don't have defensive players. Quick, who are the awards named after?
0: Well, and the thing is, yeah. Oh, there's
2: definitely... It was like uh, linebacker, Butkus, uh, corner Jim Thorpe. Right. Okay, cool. And it's like... (laughs)
0: like, No, you're
1: definitely right. Like, (laughs) you can't even... You can't deny that. I'm like... He's right.
0: (laughs) It's... I don't know. I know... (laughs) Charles Woodson should be on this list. I know there are going (laughs) to be people who are very upset about that, but it's like, that is not... Yeah. That is not a comprehensive list, like yeah. plain and simple. You can't do it. Like if we were to do the top, the top ten Texas high school football players of all time, yes, Kenneth Hall would probably be on it, mm-hmm. right? But so would Kyler Murray, yeah, right? Uh, I don't know. It's just, I don't
2: know. Yeah. It's,
0: Other than that, that, that kind of something. drove that kind of drove me nuts last night. I was yeah. watching him going, you've got to be kidding me. Anyway, it was a great end to the college football season, uh, and now all we have to do is wait until...
2: August. Next year. Yeah. yeah. This year. Do it all again. So we'll
0: do it all again. That's we'll fine. run it back. Anyway, good college football season. Good job, college football. You it did, did it. You did You good. did it. You did a good job. Now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts.
1: Only one final thought here. Um, they said someone uh, – I can't remember who it was. Sorry, I'm not going to get credit for it. Um, but they said maybe that they chose the top 11 because, like, that's how many – people are on oh yeah that's I guess that's interesting. like like not that they made obviously there was offense and yeah, defense but it's like right. but it's like they made their their top 11 like who would be on the field right right I guess so that's whoever probably said true. that in the comments good job sorry yeah I don't remember who it was that's a good point point
2: um, better players do <laughs> just sorry. do a better job I want to be clear I want be clear about something okay? college football didn't end in 1990 I went, to, I went to I went to I went to Missouri
0: okay so what I'm about to say pains me very deeply no, but it. how is Tommy Frazier not on this list Tommy yeah. Frazier oh right yeah. I'm sorry they, I just hold a camera how know, is Brad Smith not on
2: this list how is Ed Reed not on this list Dominican Sue come on oh my god I know it was just it just it's fine. It's almost like the NFL top it's 100 fine. where they're trying to, like, we got to throw a guy from 1925. Yes. It's like, no, we really don't. And, no. We but really you can't,
0: don't. Like, if you want to
2: air adjust, it's, it's like the
0: idea of, of, like, recognizing that Babe Ruth was an unbelievable baseball player. And if you were to transport Babe Ruth to 2019, he would be a bench player for almost every little team. Like, it's, it's like the game is changed. I don't know. It's just like if you want to adjust for era, that's fine. But, like. Be intellectually honest. Anyway, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Babe Ruth was hitting against guys who had like part-time jobs as mechanics.
2: Zach Grinke Zach Grinky would have him
0: crying. Zach Grin- <laughs> like, like, did Babe Ruth ever see a breaking ball? It's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com/slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com for Ashley Pickle and Ishmael Johnson. I'm Greg Tepper, Vince Young, please, Gear Player of the Year Trophy. We will see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.